Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Family Mission Podcast. Hello, everybody. We are so glad you're sitting there with us. Yes, or thanks for joining us. Might be standing and painting. Or walking. Or doing something. Walking. That's oh, a good one. Yeah, or driving. 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 <laughs> That's sitting, though. That's oh. yeah, true. Yes, we are glad that you've joined us today, and we are so thankful for this opportunity to just take a little bit of time and talk about the Word of God with you, mm-hmm. allow Holy Spirit to minister to us all. So we're going to get right into what we're going to discuss today with you. Amen. We're going to be looking at 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 5. It's a, just a great verse to unpack and and it has a lot of relational implications. It obviously, you know, has implications in our faith and the sincerity of our faith. And so we're going to begin by just kind of reading through it in a few different translations. And then we're just going to begin to unpack it just a little bit. Woo-hoo. So let me, first of all, just give you First Timothy one five, New King James. And Dan, will you pull it up in the Passion? It says, now the purpose of the commandment is love. Hello. Love that's from a pure heart. And from a good conscience and from sincere faith. Sincere faith. So That's the, really good. So the purpose of the commandment. In other words, you could say the purpose of the word of God. The, you know, in other words, if we're getting into the word today, there's a purpose for it. And the purpose is love, a life that expresses love, uh, you know, whether it's at work, whether it's at home. It's all about the expression of Christ likeness. Yes. That's huge that you like the purpose. You know, God always has a purpose. I think that's a a thing that we can all learn, mm-hmm. you know, even just looking at nature. You know, everything has a purpose. Yeah. Nothing's unused. That's you know, right. you might say like, oh, well, you know, it's not maybe as visible, but mm-hmm. it's still a part of the tiniest little mushroom out in the woods. It's still viable. It's still being used, you yeah. know. And so it's important to understand when we read, there's always a purpose. Always a yes. purpose. Amen. So, Dan, will you read that in the Passion Translation for us? Yes, I will. (laughs) For we reach the goal of fulfilling all the commandments when we love others deeply with a pure heart, a clean conscience, and a sincere faith. Amen. So we reach the the goal. Read the very first part of that again. For we reach the goal Mm -hmm. of fulfilling all the commandments. All the commandments are fulfilled. Mm -hmm. When we love others deeply with a pure heart. A clean conscience and a sincere faith. Woo! Sounds like making every day a win. Every day yes, a win. Sir. Sounds, sounds like family mission. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's how you make a life a win. You mm-hmm. just day by day make every day a win. But how can we do that if we don't know what we're aiming at? And so that's one of the reasons we're just kind of unpacking this verse today, because no matter what, you know, our vocation is, our line of work is, or whatever's on the schedule, you know, for the day, the goal is to do it in love. To do it in love. Because more than likely, people will be involved. And uh, when people are involved, opportunities to love are always there. Oh, <laughs> They're hello. always there. They're always there. <laughs> They're always there. And, you know, I think it's really also important to look at this because in, in the arena of a personal um, impartation of, of this very scripture, because we were formed and fashioned by our creator mm-hmm. with purpose. That's right. And so we have to we have to daily choose to yield to the purpose that we were even created for. Yeah. Why did he give us breath? Why did he give us a body and life and expression? 
We were made in the image and the likeness of God. You know, I like this verse in um, the voice translation as well. It says, our teaching about this journey, I love how journey, this journey is intended to bring us to a single destination. Amen. <laughs> a place where self-giving love reigns from a pure heart, a clean conscience, and a gentle Genuine faith. Amen. The reign of love. The reign of love. And the journey that we're on. Yeah. And, and, That's and, so good. And, you know, love is a journey. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. Agape love is a choice. You choose to understand agape love, and you choose to position yourself in that place of agape love. It's by choice. This is the decision I am making. This is where I'm going to live from. Mm -hmm. And when we live from that place, then the journey along the way is is something that we walk day by day, minute by minute. And we have to consistently Mm -hmm. choose to stay on that path. Yeah. And I like what it breaks it down. You know, it says from a pure heart. A clear conscience and a sincere or unfeigned faith. You know, are we always have to be willing to have a motive check? Uh oh. You know, and when you talk about relationally with your spouse or with your children or in your home or, you know, whatever, you know, you're doing life with people, motive is so important. Motive is everything. And uh, that's one of the first things he says if we're going to aim at love, we're going to have to aim at the right motive. You know, it's kind of like when Jesus gave the Beatitudes, he said, You've heard it said, don't do this. Don't do that. He said, but I say unto you, and he, and he goes right to motive. <laughs> oh, the heart. Yeah, exactly. Oh, straight to the heart. And some people think that under grace and truth, you know, God's kind of loosened up the belt, you know, and that Old Testament, man, that's real strict, but we're under the New Testament. According to Jesus, it didn't get looser. It got tighter. <laughs> it got true. narrower. It got narrow way, it got is narrower. the path. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that narrowness, you know, again, like we've always, we have said this, it's not that there isn't grace, there mm-hmm. is, but there is a higher call yeah. to those that are in Christ. You know, we have, you know, it's like, whereas in the Old Testament, you know, they're dealing with a four-cylinder, you know, thing, you mm-hmm. know, their motor's just kind of trucking along a little bit. We got a supercharged V8, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you can do a lot more with a supercharged V8, but it takes a lot more, you know, responsibility when you're behind the wheel of just a four-cylinder or a Model T versus mm-hmm. being behind the wheel of a supercharged V8 because there's a lot more power available. A lot more There's a lot more consequence mm-hmm. to your mistake because if you make a mistake going 200 mile an hour versus 30, totally different situation. That's right. Yeah. And the reactive time exactly. is Exactly. So it's important. So when we say, you know, why did Jesus tighten the belt? Mm-hmm. It's because we're going to be going a lot quicker. There's a lot more available to us. And our heart, you know, we, we have to work to allow our heart to be at a, a tighter, more disciplined place because if you continue to the next verse after verse 5, it says this in verse 6 of First Timothy chapter 1. It says, certain persons or people, by swerving from these... Or swerving from the aim, uh, have wandered away into vain discussions. Wow. Okay. The the vain discussions that is where you hear the the chitter chatter. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's just. I think this. What do you think? I think this. What do you? What's your? What are your Opinions thoughts on are this? just flying. They're well, just shooting, 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 shooting everywhere, and that atmosphere is unfortunately kind of 
the opposite of the atmosphere that love would cultivate. Mm-hmm. You know, love doesn't gossip. God hates a gossip. Mm-hmm. You know, but to get into vain discussion, that's what gossip is. It's just discussions about, you know, something that's none of your business. None you know, of your business. If you, if, have, you <laughs> if you don't have authority in exactly. it, you better be quiet. Because if you had authority, you'd have a decision, not yeah. an opinion. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, I love how um, the voice says in uh, verse 6 as well. It says, yes, some have walked away from these traits. So, the traits of of verse five, a, a pure heart, a clean conscience, and genuine faith. So they've walked away from these traits and have fallen into a life of endless blabber oh and nonsense. Goodness. Whoa! <laughs> endless <laughs> blabber. How'd you and, like the? How'd you like God to say you blabber? I'm tired a lot. of listening <laughs> to your endless blabber. <laughs> Which you know, but you know, it really is something, guys, that we have to really look at. The pure heart in this, because Scripture does say that we will give an account mm-hmm. for every idle word. That that word means um, non-producing. Yeah. So we have to make sure that um, our tongues are being um, tamed in the most precious, holy. Um, refined way pinpoint accuracy in our tongue yeah so conversations have to be intentional has to be purposeful and what's the purpose it's the expression of love it's you know we're going to love people with our words um even if we're having fun and and doing you know just kind of like just routine recreational things that's still an expression of love and it doesn't have to cross boundaries where motives get weird and you got passive aggressive comments and sarcasm out the you know you know to the excess and what have you but there's a way that in no matter what we're doing we can always communicate and touch people with love and that makes it achievable mm-hmm. you know even whenever he talks about this mm-hmm. pure heart and this pure like this place which so often can seem unachievable you know it seems so like this is some goal that's so far out there if every word it just goes back to the to the moment, you know. Mm-hmm. Every step you take, you know, inch by inch, life's a cinch by the oh, mile, by the yard, by yeah. the yard is very hard, you know. And so that inch by inch, you know, every word, just taking the time. You know, the Bible says, "Be slow to speak." Uh-oh. You know, what is that? It allows time for us in our heart to, you know, judge the word. Mm-hmm. Is this loving? Is this producing? Like you said, is it an idle word? Is it something that's just, you know? It's not going to produce anything, or is this something that is going to produce? And if it's going to produce, then I can say it, mm-hmm. you know. And then just trust the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the teacher. He will, you know, in your heart of hearts, He will let you know if you've crossed a line. You'll know, yeah. you know. And that's where the beauty of repentance and forgiveness, and like Jesus said in the Beatitudes, He said, you know, go to a brother mm-hmm. before you even go to the Father. And if you have anything wrong, get it reconciled. In other words, you know, have the conversation. There's always room for a conversation. Yeah, amen. And, you know, I love what you said about, you know, being quick to hear. Um, I don't know if it was Dan or who said it one time, but there's a reason God gave us two ears and one mouth. I mean, that's just proportionate to how things need to flow. You know, we need to be much more apt and attuned and skilled at listening because I'll be the first to admit that, Probably when a conversation goes kind of off the rails, it's probably because of how someone in that conversation is hearing. Um, oh. I mean, it's usually the hearing that gets things kind of tangled up. Uh-oh. You know, what what I heard them say or Truth. what I heard when that was spoken. You know, because I remember even when we used to just, uh, we were pastoring full time and 
you have a whole congregation full of people and you preach one message and at the door, you know, people are, you know, greeting you as, as they're, you know, going home and heading out for the day, you know, just thank you, pastor, for the word, man. God really spoke to my heart. When you said, blah, 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 I'm like, I don't remember saying that. And then another one come up, man, when you said, blah, 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 I'm like, I don't remember saying that either. You know? And so it's, you know, I've, I prayed God for utterance and unction in the Holy Ghost, but really the, the big miracle that's happening is what people are hearing. And so that can not only work in the positive, it can work in the negative. Because sometimes we just hear from a place of what we're going through, what we're in the middle of, maybe the pressure that's on our heart, maybe the struggle that's in our life. It'll affect how we hear. And so when we talk about aiming at love, we need to aim at love as listeners too, not just you know speakers and talkers and just trying to always say it the right way. <laughs> that was such a good statement. It needed applause. <laughs> well, you know, um, in that, when you said what you said about hearing, it also means that we have to be very, very in tune to what is heaven mm-hmm. speaking. Yeah, because we can live life in what the world is constantly saying to us, or we can reposition ourselves again in Christ and know exactly our position and our place in Him and know what our, uh, where that comes from, from, in, from mm-hmm. heaven. Amen. And, and so, again, we have to make sure that when we are hearing, mm-hmm. not only are we hearing naturally, based on heaven, but we're hearing spiritually based on heaven. Amen. And that that's very vital. Must be one of the reasons Jesus constantly said, he who has ears to hear. Let him hear. Let him hear. So just because we have those little flappy appendages on the side of our head doesn't mean we're necessarily hearing or even listening. But that's one of the greatest ways you can love people is listen to them. And not just listen with loaded guns ready to set them straight, oh. but actually listen to understand the heart. What you got, Dan? <laughs> well, you know, it's it's really funny because when when we um, when the guys were very young, one of the things that we have and we still have in our home um, is we have a, a safe place for communication, and that communication place means that we go to that that place, and you can say, "Hey, can you meet me um, in?" <laughs> you know, in 15 minutes, or you can meet me in an hour. And, and it gives a way of positioning the other person that you're going to have the conversation with. They, they position themselves to hearing, to be a listener. They know, okay, this, I'm fixing to sit down. And when I sit down, um, and it takes work, believe me, to sit down and just listen Mm -hmm. to what someone else has to say their feelings without wanting to fix it without wanting to respond to it without um reacting and so we we develop that and it's something that we still do and i think that 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 goes into exactly what we're talking about because we have to live in a place that we are constantly hearing heaven and then we are positioning on this earth where that is. Amen. You know, it's just so important just to be be active as a listener. It's one of the greatest things that you can do to express love and to really just trust the process of love because there's just a redemption's a process. Redemption, I love what the voice called it. It's a journey. Okay, well, I'm going to read this one more time. Our teaching about this journey is intended to bring us to a single destination. 
a place where self-giving love reigns from a pure heart, a clean conscience, and a genuine faith. Amen. Amen. I just, last kind of wonderful thought here as we land this ship, you know, (laughs) the Lord's really helped me to see and and to discern, too, that typically what's inside is going to come out. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Or leaks. Or leaks, as <laughs> you guys like to say. But if I have a clean conscience, my hearing is going to be clear. Yeah. See, if my conscience is dirty and I feel like I'm done this, this, and this wrong, I'm going to hear that other people are doing this, this, and this wrong, that somehow they hear how I hear or they feel how I feel because of something that I've done. And that, as a listener, is something that is not um, – it's something we have to guard against. Yeah, Because it's very easy if our conscience has something, that's why repentance and communication with the Lord and being in that secret place and being accountable, like James says, you know, confess your sins one to another that you might be healed. healed. So there's elements of these other parts of Scripture that feed into our conscience. Mm-hmm. And as listeners, having a clean conscience is just as important. Yeah. And it's important for that love in our ears to have that loving, you know, bend to him if, if that's the way you want you know you want to yeah. say it amen your inclination well we're so excited you join us on today's podcast and just took the time with us you know time is really the most valuable thing we all have and so it's been a joy and a privilege and an honor to just have time with you today as we just unpacked a little bit of first timothy 1 5 you know what is the goal what is the purpose you know pure heart good conscience amen and love purpose is love <laughs>